Generations to Hunt podcast, where the goal is to learn together and further the culture of hunting. Thanks for listening. Good morning, everyone. How's it going? Uh, this is Matt. I'm here with Joe, and today our special guest is a friend of ours from Arrow Addicts. His name is Kyle O'Connor. Um, today we're going to try to talk a little bit about uh, pretty much what Kyle's got going on over at Arrow Addicts and then uh, his youth hunt coming up uh, with his daughter. So, Joe, uh, what do you uh, what do you got going on today? Oh, man. This is getting a real stretch um, for opening day just trying to get all my projects done at home and all that to get the times you know open up for the opener and all that what about you well i'm getting closer uh i got most of my stands hung so i'm almost there but i need to uh i need to finish up a little bit but um unfortunately i don't get to go out on the youth hunt so i think that's uh where we'll bring kyle in here so Kyle, you get to, is this your first youth hunt with your daughter? It is. I'll, I'll start out. Thanks for having me on, guys. Oh. Uh, it's excited to be here. Uh, yeah. Yep. First youth hunt. She uh, she just really started, like all my kids have gone like hunting with me in the past. You know, I'd, I'll bring them along, but she really took a took a strong liking to it. She's getting pretty serious about it, so it's it's exciting for sure. Dude, I'm really excited. Every time you post pictures on social media, yeah. every time, oh, yeah. I get so pumped. And I was like, oh, man, I don't even know this. But I, I get so pumped, man. Well, you've got a little one coming, so it's like, oh, dude, it's I just know. something to look forward to. I know. It's, it's super exciting. Oh, yeah. I can't wait. A couple years, I'll be able to take Easton out. But yeah. you're uh, you're kind of what I would consider a memories-type hunter, at least just from my outside looking in. I, I look on Facebook, and uh, was it last year? You shot... Uh, a decent eight point two year old eight point but you're with your kids you yeah. know and uh man i get so excited when i just see like you post like oh hey i shot this deer you know i gotta take my kids out so yeah. i'm looking forward to seeing how the uh the youth hunt goes for you guys yeah yeah we got a got a really good spot um actually the same property that i shot that it was uh ended up being a seven with a broken off uh g2 but yeah um would have been eight uh but yeah, going to that same spot, got some, a lot of daylight pictures of bucks, you know, and she, we'll see what happens if a doe comes in front of her, but she's dead <laughs> set on shooting a buck. She's oh. like, so daddy, I want to shoot a buck. So her expectations are just to shoot a buck, so yep. that'll yeah, be pretty cool. Anything, really. Yeah. You know, any buck. I'm not going to tell her, you know, this or that. It's, yeah. it's her first fear. I just want her to get amped, you know? Yeah, no, I think... Uh, my goal is to get Easton shooting the 350. I'd like to get sometime this summer before deer season and then get him shooting it quite a bit next summer. And hopefully he's good enough I can take him out. Like, I've taken him out once and we shot a couple does, but he hasn't had a buck walk in front of him yet. But yeah. he's definitely intrigued by being out there. So right, right. I think the more I take him out, the, the more excited he'll get about it. Yeah. So you just like taking her out and just getting her interest in that and all that yeah so it i guess where that kind of started uh i mean i'm a substation technician by trade so i spend quite or in my apprenticeship years i spent a lot of time away from home so i had to find that balance right like 
I get home and it's like, man, I love hunting, but I love my kids, you know, now how do I balance that? And I mean, they were more than willing to just tag along, you know, and just right. go for the ride. And, um, it just kind of sparked. She, she really like dove into it head first. And I mean, she's, she's the one that I'm, I'm real amped about. All right. So you never had a doubt in mind. Like, like you had that th- second thought, like, what if she don't like it? She's always just been really intrigued with it. I mean, I guess, I guess I, there, those thoughts are always there, but then this spring, uh, this last spring I took her on a turkey hunt, which is our first like real serious hunt. Last year I shot that buck, but we shot that thing literally before we even put, before I even put the pop-ups uh, blind up. Oh, it, really? It stepped right out of the wood line and it was like, <laughs> oh crap. You're like, oh man. It just kind of happened. Um, this hunting thing is easy. <laughs> right. I like this. Right. But uh, no, I'd, I'll never forget uh, that turkey hunt. You know, we're walking out and we can hear, oh. just hear them. There's three gobblers on the roost and they're all just hammering. I remember looking back at her and her eyes are, you know, just as big oh. as the moon, you know. And she's like, what was that? You know, yeah. freaking out. And I'm like, no, honey, that's those are the turkeys. We're going to shoot one. She's like, all right. And uh, we ended up setting up and she did, I mean, she did so good. She just listened. I told her, you know, all right, they're coming, they're coming. I mean, we had them right off roost hammering, and uh, I knew it was just a matter of seconds at that point, you know, and it was literally opening morning um, in the first five minutes of legal light, I shot that turkey. Wow. And yeah, yeah, she, that really did it for her. She, she went up, she was the first one to touch it and everything. It was so cool. It was Yeah, it's when, when it happens that easy, especially when you have kids, it does make it a little bit easier. Yeah. Right. That was right. kind of like when I took him out uh, last year, my buddy Tyler was like, hey, like, just bring him out here. I got a blind set up and uh, just shoot some does. I'm like, all right, sweet. Within 20 minutes, a, literally a herd of doe come yeah. across the field. Yep. So he gets all excited, gets all ready, get his earphones on, and I shoot one, drop it, and he's ecstatic. And then... 20 minutes later here comes more deer he had to watch them the second time we they didn't just run right to us like the first one and then i shot another one and he was like oh my gosh like this is the greatest thing in the world yeah so it makes it uh it makes it nice when it happens like i guess textbook every time yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) and then like i guess on the other end it's like i don't want that to be her expectation every time is to shoot something too so I mean, but she's so used to, we'll do a lot of small game hunting and stuff and, or, you know, go try to shoot some squirrels. And I mean, there's been a number of times where we come home empty handed and it's like, well, that's fine. You know, she, she's just out there to have fun and just, just, you know, enjoy the outdoors. And yeah, it's as a, as a father who loves hunting, you couldn't ask for much more. Like, it's just amazing. Uh, That's really cool. Yeah. So, I mean, do you take her out, like, in the, like, in the summer and stuff like that, like, get everything ready, or? Yeah, yeah, so, like, uh, last weekend, went out and brushed in the blind and stuff, uh, yeah, she went out with that, and then, like, all our summer scouting, I mean, if I'm going for truck rides and just driving around the properties, she's there, I mean, all my kids do that with me, though, they 
and hopefully hopefully the other ones you know catch on and kind of get the fever too but um as of right now it's just her and I mean, I'm okay with it because yeah. <laughs> without being selfish, it's like, well, right. I, w- I want to hunt too, you know? Yeah. Now, how old is she? She is six. She just okay. turned six. So this, uh, you know, the new with Michigan, what they did a couple of years ago with that uh, mentored youth hunt, it's, you know, I I kind of wish they would have had something like that when we were younger. I, I, I'm totally for it as long as, you know, as long as the parents are taking the time and doing taking the right steps you know and i i think that's super important you know i mean you heard the other end of it on multiple posts on you know on the buck poles and all that like how super people are against it Mm -hmm. but do you think that's because they don't have kids that understand or they don't have kids themselves or do you think they just not understand like the the benefit of the youth hunt and all that or I mean, I'm not trying to be controversial here, but I I, I just don't know, I don't know. I why mean, you not would want that. I would I mean, say a lot of what I see on Facebook, people that oppose the youth hunt, um, it's not they oppose the youth hunt, they oppose when it is. Mm. And, and in my opinion, so it's kind of like a little bit of selfishness because this time of year, bucks are real easy to pattern. They kind of do the same thing. And so uh, when you put a kid out there it, it really does give them a good opportunity at what could be a world-class deer absolutely you know yeah. um and so a lot of what i see are people mad because well the kid didn't have to work he just showed up and shot this deer that was on a pattern yeah um but for me i mean yeah i had to wait till i was 14 with a gun mm-hmm. okay and then by that point you know i was still learning you know but by the time i got to be 16 17 like you know you had your chance and now it's to go off with the rest but if i've been on the youth hunt and watched a kid shoot you know a good buck a small buck and um there's just not i think if you were to put those people that think it should be set back in that position they would change their mind because Absolutely. that's uh you see the kid's face and yeah. You, you uh, yeah yeah i mean it's not even my kid and like i right. like yeah. i didn't even see that yeah. you i don't even think it was your time but i just seen your kids there and when you shot that deer i was just like wow yeah like how can you be mad about that and like my nephew he he's shot some studs and all that and a lot of them are in the youth hunt and yeah. all that and and i don't think that takes away any way of the uh, the ability for him to hunt. I mean, the kid's an animal and he's so young and all that. Right. And it, he's really stuck into it. Like, I mean, his dad's really into it too. And I mean, most parents are like that too. And I never personally youth hunted at all when I was young. So right. I got kind of into hunting later in life. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but I just don't know where people just like, like, Oh, they shot a big one. Like, well, you got to get them interested in all that. Right. But, and I, we were talking pre-show, and you said you would let her shoot anything. And I've heard on the other extreme that they would want their kids to start small, like you know, what I mean, this, this, this. Yeah. I mean, so what are your views on that? Would you let her if a two hundred inch deer walked out? I mean, would you? I mean, I guess it's, that's the, I I would let anybody yeah, shoot yeah, that. Yeah. yeah <laughs> but I'm just saying, if like you know, a bigger deer, would you, or would you want them to start out small? No, I mean, like I said, it it's. I I hope that she shoots the biggest buck on that property. Right. We've got we've got some studs on there. Yeah, it'd be cool. Um, I when I was sixteen, my last year of the youth hunt is when I shot my first Pope and Young. You know, so 
I see both sides. I, I get where people are coming from, but for me, it's like if that youth hunt wasn't there. I would have never, you know, had a Pope and young buck or, you know, I mean, later on I ended up shooting two more, but that's, it's like, I, I think, I think the people who think about it that way are kind of both ways. So maybe their kid doesn't hunt or maybe they, uh, they're jealous. They're jealous. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'll say it for you. Yeah, <laughs> I think they're I jealous. Without yeah. being controversial, no, no, I understand what you're saying. They are. They're the. That's my deer people. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, like, I got a picture on that. My trail camera. Yeah. That's my deer. That's yeah. my deer. Yeah. yeah. You hate to see it, but I mean, unfortunately, that's <laughs> that's how it is. I, and and like we <laughs> say, the benefits of if that if like your daughter's already into it, but I'm just saying it's hypothetically like your kid was on the defense about it and it got success whatever it is doe buck whatever and that kept that kid in there right i i would let them do that a hundred times you know i mean yeah. i would let them do it earlier when deer are out there in the bean fields yeah. at yeah. three in the afternoon i will say i mean so have you got to take another kid out on the youth hunt or is this your first time taking a kid out on the youth hunt? This will be my, my first experience. Okay. Taking, taking so I'll tell you right now. So I've gotten the last two years I've taken, um, a buddy of mine, his, um, nephew or his two nephews and we've had success every time. And I, I'll tell you, and it, being that it's your own kid, it's going to be even better. But like the, we've killed three deer about, 200 inch eight points and then a little three point and every time these kids just go i mean it's just through the moon uh it's different because you're used to having to calm yourself down like now you have to calm them down and you get to see and feel the excitement i mean i know the first year i did it the kid shot a three point and was shaking so bad you know like i i mean i had to like we had to pull him off the trigger a couple times because he yeah. was just like, yeah, you did. I just didn't realize how like how much someone can shake, and he was just he was so worked up. And yeah. then we were able to get him calmed down and shoot. And then last year his goal was to shoot a buck he could put on the wall. So we got the 350 all sighted in for him, and sure enough, a uh, nice eight point comes out, and you know. Things that we realize, like a gun can shoot through grass, right? Like you and I would, like if I can see the vitals in a little bit of grass, like I'm going to take the shot. Right, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> he's like, there's grass in the way. And we're <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Like, shoot it. Right. Man. And he's like, but there's grass in the way. <laughs> and we're like, Owen, just, can you see the vitals? Yeah. Are the crosshairs behind its shoulder? Yeah. Shoot the deer. <laughs> right. And he was just like, well, there's grass in the way. And so finally we were like, talked him into finally like, look, the deer is about to run away, shoot the deer. And then, you know, he shoots it and it falls and then they get to go up and check it out. And it, there's just like, I cannot wait till I get to take Easton out, but right. to enjoy it with other people's kids. Like I, I'll, I'll be honest, I'm looking forward to seeing how your weekend goes because yeah. it's going to be a, it's going to be a wild ride. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I, I seriously cannot wait, dude. Yeah, that's fun. And I think if you were to put those people that wish the the youth hunt would move. Um, when, when are you going to move it to? 
Oh man, I don't you, know. You want it? There's you want it the day people. before opening day? And just right. like I would say, a lot of people out. want it. Like, because in other states, it's not till like December, right? Like, uh, it's, it's yeah. They've it, already had like their bow season. Yeah. Like so like yeah. that's what they want. They want it moved to December. But I don't know about you, but if I tried to take Easton out in December oh, to yeah. deer hunt, like I better have a heater. Right. <laughs> if not, you know, and not to mention, like, by then, especially in Michigan, you're dealing with a lot of nocturnal deer. Um, they're real, they're kind of spooky after gun season. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. like, food sources, you yeah. know, you're, you're lucky to have so, one. So, their youth yeah. hunts are after their regular gun season. Yeah, you'll see. So, like, some, some no places sense. have them, like, middle of November, end of November, beginning just of go December. During regular season, gun season. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand it. I like where our youth. We should at. be giving these yeah, youth too. a benefit. Yeah, I would even let them. Right now, at the state of Michigan, I would let them bait if it was just for the youth hunt. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? Right. Just mm-hmm. if it was just one weekend only, bait all you want, and then yeah, for give the them youth. like the two weeks before. I'll before. give the kids any advantage to get them out in the woods. Yeah. I'm. Yeah. I am happy that they split the youth hunt from that early doe hunt. Um, I think that was a really good idea, but. Uh, the Liberty Hunt is not the same weekend as the Youth Hunt anymore, anymore, right? Correct. Yeah, they split it. So this week's the Youth Hunt, and then the next weekend is the late or the early Doe Hunt. Oh, yep. they used to be together. Yeah. Yeah. They always ran them. Yep. Same oh, weekend. I never thought about that. So yeah. I think splitting them up was a good idea, but uh, yeah, there's just not. I mean, taking anyone when they get their first animal is a good time, but taking a kid is like. It's just so different. Yeah. It's, I don't even really know how to explain it that well, but y- if your daughter gets a deer this weekend, you're going to be... Oh, it, it's going to probably be better than any of the Pope and Young Bucks you've yeah, killed I so can't far. Wait. Absolutely. Yeah. It'll be so good. What's her name? Ireland. So, uh, I wonder where you got that name at. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm asking because, man, we're having a tough time picking out a kid's name right now. Yeah. Oh, man. You don't even. Yeah. <laughs> you don't even uh, yeah. You, yeah. How many kids do you have? Uh, four and then one <laughs> next week. What? Yeah. I didn't know either. Oh, wow, yeah. man. You started, we, yeah. we, we don't have a name picked out for that one. Wow. Day. Do you know the sex? So I know though? exactly what you're talking about. Uh, yeah, it's a girl. Oh, sweet. Oh, man. Damn, man. You start your own community. All right. Yeah. Well, I'm. I got the I got the appointment, so <laughs> we don't have to worry about it. Oh no! Yeah, I was gonna say. Well, you have a, a basketball team at least now. Yeah. I do, I do. Now you should start working on a football team. Uh, I, don't, <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. Damn! Give her a break, Jesus <laughs> man. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh wow, that means brings up wow. That brings up early dough season. Are you planning on doing early dough? Uh, well, I'll have. Wow! Well, if oh, everything goes right, <laughs> yeah, uh, no. three days. you might be busy <laughs> so, for a little yeah. bit. Yeah, I uh, no, I uh, I don't plan on doing early dough. Um, have you been opposed to early dough or anything? Like some people are like, oh, I don't want to go in there, blow up my spot for dough or anything. Or whatever. so I've got, I've got spots that are good for that easy access. I don't have to worry about blowing anything out. You know, that I'll I'll go up if if a dough comes by then yeah usually what happens is i'll go in and there'll be these bucks that have no business i've never seen them over <laughs> here ever and they're just cruising by i'm like what the heck is going on right now Why? and i won't see a doe uh but no i i don't have an issue with the early doe i think it's i think it's good i think it's something that a lot of hunters especially like the new wave of hunters right um 
everyone's like always about shooting bucks, bucks, bucks. I don't think enough people know the importance of shooting does. So I think it's, I think it's a good thing. I've well, never been against the early doe. I can take them to my property and I can show the benefit <laughs> of shooting does. I, I don't know if you, like, dude, I have pictures or videos of me being in the field, 60, 70, yeah, 80 does. Yeah. yeah. Like, isn't the landowner like against you guys? Yeah. Landowner is against no, no shooting does. Yeah. Like he's not a hunter. I don't blame him and all that. So like we, we can't do no doe management. I'm like, dude, like, if you're not a, a hunter, you don't understand. Like once like rut comes down, there's no rut activity because right. he doesn't have to move. Right. There's yeah. there's there's five right there. Right. They're not moving. No, so. that makes complete sense because I remember, I I guess I kind of noticed it on your story for the first time last year, but it was like every hunt, just a pile of does. I'm like, dude, they're right there. Why aren't you shooting one? You know, yeah, I thought I, we were gonna <laughs> see one get shot. Yeah, I know. So, and people are like, oh, my God, that's so awesome. You're seeing all them deer. I'm like, dude, it is not awesome. It's not. <laughs> it's not. Even if I could shoot, a, like, well, I'm going to tag out does. Right. <laughs> and we're CWD zone, so I could literally, on private, I could get 10 tags. I bet you I could fill that every year for five years. Yeah. <laughs> the first yeah. year we hunted this property in Corona, so, like, no one in the area shot does. And we quickly realized it because come early November – Man, I don't know how many times I watched does just filter into the field, 30, 40 of them just load in the field. And then I'd just watch bucks come in and back out, and they'd go lay down. Then they'd, another one would come in, and they'd just check all the does, and they'd go, like, lay down. So I told the landowner, I was like, well, we need to shoot some of these. We ended up shooting seven. Holy smokes. And it didn't even put a dent in it. Nothing, like, no. Yeah. And um, it did make a little, like, last year we had a little bit more road activity, but then the problem we ran into last year was the does kept going out to the neighbor's field and all the bucks kept filtering over to us. So right. we didn't shoot. We only ended up shooting two does last year. Yeah. Um, so I'm hoping this year we can put it like, I, I'd like to get at least five or six. The problem yeah. is that I can't eat that many. So I don't, so I'll generally end up like giving them away to people, yeah, but right. I don't, I don't like shooting them if I'm not gonna eat them, I guess right. you could say. So, hey Matt, I'm not busy. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I mean, that's what, that's what's, I think that's what's beautiful about the, the hunting industry in itself, right? There's so many programs like Hunt for the Hungry, you know, so yeah. a lot of places here in Michigan, you know, pretty local uh, to here, Owasso, um, a lot of places offer that. So it's, it's kind of nice. Yeah. And I have a couple buddies that they don't hunt, but they like the meat. So they'll give me like the 20 bucks. I'll go buy the tag. Yep. And then once I shoot the deer, I'll either ask them where they want me to drop it off or I'll yeah. drop it off at their house and it works out great. Wait, I can make money and kill deer. <laughs> Dude, come on. <laughs> so, well, I don't actually make any money. I just, they just pay yeah. for my tag essentially. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. Um, but it's, uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's funny. A lot of people ask for venison, but never ask to go hunting. I'm okay yeah. with that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a hundred. It's easier to say, yeah, I'll go shoot you a deer than no, you can't come hunt out here. Well, I, I'm just saying, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not inviting you to my place. I'm just saying, you know, there is opportunity. Like there's a lot of people, you know, I, and I think it's been picking up a little bit, but you know, and that's the reason behind this podcast. We're trying to get newer people into hunting later in life. I mean, I was kind of later in life. I kind of wish... You know, I had the, the, you know, to go in when I was younger, but um, the traditional Michigan hunter, yeah, 
father and grandpa. Yeah, grew, and you know my dad did hunt. He, he's just a, he, I just didn't go out. I just you know you just weren't he, interested. Yeah, I yeah, know. I wasn't. We went to high school together, yeah. so you know I was just like I went a couple times. I got my hunter safety when I was thirteen. Yeah, and I just like went up and I went up north though. That was a problem. <laughs> yeah, going up north, with my dad, <laughs> right. it's just deer camp to him. So right. he, he was just like, oh, we'll set you in probably the worst spot, and <laughs> you know, what I mean, he's yeah. he's nursing a hangover and all that. <laughs> right, like I said, I, I'm pretty sure on here, like my first time hunting. He handed me a gun, and he was, like, walking the field edge and all that. And I'm, I'm, I'm not sure because I was, young, like, 13. I'm pretty sure I didn't have orange on. <laughs> I'm, I'm, like, 90% sure I didn't have orange on. Then they, you know, you know, the, yeah, not the traditional hunting, but I... I forgot what I was going to say. That's all right. It's our podcast. You can forget whatever you want. I just... Uh, just yeah. the recklessness of my dad. I just traumatized <laughs> so you got a little bit more your dad does hunt right you got a little bit more of a traditional like your dad kind of taught you the way or what he my dad i yeah my earliest memories of hunting are going out with him um mostly my grandpa it would be on my mother's side though he was very much a a big hunter uh pheasant everything you know so I got to do a lot of that at a younger age, uh, introduced to a lot of the things that people don't or aren't introduced to, you know, until the older years. But, um, yeah, small game is, was my, was my first love. And, uh, then it kind of transferred into deer hunting and, uh, I've been hunting for 18 years now and started at 12 with a bow and I shot. Um, actually my parents bought my grandparents' house and, um, so the tree and the big cottonwood tree in their backyard is where I shot my first ever deer. It was a little button buck, but it was with a bow and oh, it dropped right there. It was, you know, it was cool. Um, but yeah, I, you know, I, I did, I, I had a traditional Michigan hunting life you know what do you think is the biggest difference to the way you hunt compared to the way they hunt or they the way they did hunt growing up i think even now i think the game has changed so much even from when i started hunting uh well for one numbers right numbers are huge uh development you know back in the day i remember growing up rabbit hunting we could walk anywhere we could go uh, we had permission to hunt everywhere all, anywhere that we could see within eye distance people would let us go out you don't find that anywhere anymore you know no it's same with deer hunting they would let us go deer hunt anywhere and now houses you know land sells houses go up deer disappear it's like i think that's the biggest difference i think uh even yeah even from when i started and then back then when they were hunting that's I think that's always going to be an ongoing issue is development. and. So do you think that, like, your tactics when it comes to hunting are different than, say, your dad or what your... 100%. 100%. Yeah. I grew up hunting fields, like, very basic Michigan <laughs> hunter, Ed, you know. Edges. Edges. edges, field edges, edges. Yeah. That's the only place you need to go. Don't go into the yeah, timber. That was all I knew. Edges. Yep. I remember being, honestly, I swear to God... It, probably wasn't until Easton seven now. So my Easton is seven now. And it was the year 
it was the going into that season um before or after he was born it was going into that deer season and i remember being at a party or something and i was talking to somebody about hunting and uh jeff sturgis the name jeff sturgis got brought up and he's like dude you need to check this guy out if you want to shoot more deer bigger deer or whatever he's like oh blah, 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 you know i was like all right but then like i found myself the next day like diving into it you know uh and that i mean that changed my life and my whole outlook on hunting and tactics and everything i, I, I never knew what a pinch point was or oh, yeah. anything like that you know <laughs> so, so you're like, saying that's the light bulb and that that bulb, was, it was that was it that was i, it, yeah. I went out looking Shout for out to that guy yeah. i mean there's a lot of guys that will do hey i got the secret yeah. <laughs> and you're yeah. like listen to them you're like man you just told me you get a spotlight out and <laughs> corn. Right. but right. yeah yeah but yeah, that's that's the light bulb. Like, oh, I love I love people when they tell me the light bulb story. Like that, mine was like, mine was like when I uh, started going from the evolution of the bait band and all that. I was like, I don't need this. So now, or I we can't do that. I can't anymore. use. Yeah, I can't right. do that anymore. And that's how I grew up. You know, like not growing up, but you know, later in life, it was bait. You know, I mean, yeah. you had to bait them. And then I was just like, oh well, edges. And then I was just like, man, this. They're fucking. They're all over there and, and there. Right. They're sleeping right there. Why are they sleeping right there? And then I go did some, and I started listening to podcasts. That's what was actually my light. And I was yeah. just like, "Oh, you're, oh, you can go in the woods. Oh, yeah. oh, I, all right. I think I, I think I figured this out, but I don't really know. But, but, yeah. No, I would say our generation hunts quite a bit different. Mm-hmm. So like. I guess I didn't realize it till I met my wife, but my father-in-law, um, he took me out hunting and I've hunted with him a couple of times and they are like, this is my spot, right? Like 160 acres, he's hunting two of it and he just doesn't move. Yeah. And I'm like, man, move. Like, right. like what are you doing? Right. You know? And, and it's, I've struggled for so many years cause he's like, no, we can't go over there. We can't go over there. We I'm like, what? Like, stop putting your stand in the same spot like and you know i've tried talking to him and he's finally starting to be a little bit more open like he is starting to move around more but i think the biggest difference i noticed is uh they think what worked one time 20 years ago is gonna work every time they go out and i'm like man like that's just not like you have to make it like you have to do things to get there. Like sitting in the same spot every time is just not going to work. Right. That's like people like, oh, they tell you like, I seen a deer over here. Like, well, yeah, he probably comes there once in a while, but right. he's not going to come there every day. I mean, what was it? What was it, like, like what was the wind doing or you know, yeah? Right. What was the pressure? Well, my there? favorite thing is he's like, yeah, I've watched this buck come out in the same spot three times in a row move your tree stand over there yeah like, right. like get go, aggressive go yeah. over there like you make find a night the wind's not blowing where you see him coming out and go set up yep. within 20 yards where you're seeing him i guarantee yep. you'll do the same thing and you'll shoot him yep and then he's like i didn't shoot a deer i'm like oh you're killing me dude like <laughs> yeah. you are killing me i seen yeah. that same buck today <laughs> yeah. he's a good one yeah. He just did the shame. He was a hundred yards away. <laughs> yeah. One day yeah, he'll he come c- over here, I bet. He comes out in that same spot. Dave, go over and shoot him. Man. Like you're killing me right now. I mean, sometimes that 
scenario that's like, well, you've seen them three days in a row. Well, you're probably too late now. Right. Yeah. If I see the same deer do the same thing twice in a row, I promise you the next time I hunt that property, I'm going to be right there. 100%. There. Yeah. Like, th- there's a 0% chance I'm going to allow. I mean, it depends. If it's a if it's a little buck, I probably won't. I'll probably just monitor it. And then if I see, like, multiple deer are using this spot to cross, then, like, and we did, I did it last year on my property in Corona. We kept seeing, I wouldn't say shooter bucks, but, like, they were pretty good deer that were, like, two-year-olds. We'd probably let go, but they were in the same spot every single time. And so, finally, I just text of the landowner was like look like we need to put a tree stand over here like i don't know how many times i have to watch these deer do the same thing before like i just lose my mind so i finally sure enough went over hung a tree stand um in the i think heck end of october beginning of november and uh i didn't end up shooting a deer out of the stand but i mean i seen three shooter bucks the problem was is I didn't cut a bunch because I hung it so late into the season and every single time these deer, I mean, I had them at 10 yards and I just, there was no shot. Right. So, um, might've been a hundred yards. Well, I, I mean, it was still cool to be within 10 yeah. yards of them. <laughs> right. At least you know you're doing something <laughs> yeah. right at that point. So what I learned is that now when I go to cut that tree stand this year, uh, I need to know where to, where to cut them. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah. I think our generation is much more aggressive than our pre- the previous generation when it comes to hunting. And yeah. it's, I think it, it's, I mean, I don't know. So we talked a little bit about you going out of state. Um, it's the same way, I think, when you go out of state, when you have that limited amount of time. Joe loves when I talk about out of state hunting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, do it. <laughs> Literally. I, I, I blame myself. You know, I always say I'm going to take that leap and never go there. But okay. so. Once you do it once, I promise you. <laughs> I know, I know. I don't know. Out West is way awesome, too. So. Well, when you come back and I tell you my sweet Kansas story, you'll be like, all right, we need yeah. to do that. Well, I see that buck. It could have been another year, but yeah. that's another story. <laughs> that's another story. But uh, all right, so you got some out-of-state hunts coming up. So, I do. Yep. So, so what's your breakdown? I mean, what do you, I mean, you, you, are you probably scouting like, uh, virtual scouting and all that, like maps and all that, yep. and, you know, you said time is limited. You got a lot of time with family and all that. So, yeah. so I mean, you're just breaking it down and all that. So how do you process of where you're going to hunt at? You don't have to blow up your spot. I'm just saying. Yeah, no, I, so we kind of got into it, uh, pre-show, but, um, for me, just because this will be my first Ohio hunt, that's where we're going in November. Um, I wanted to find something that was kind of familiar, you know, to what I hunt now. Uh, I know southeast, it's super rolling hills, and uh, I don't know that I would feel comfortable enough with my time frame to go in there and feel like, all right, I got it all figured out, you know without putting boots on the ground too. That's my other thing. I, I'm not going down there. I'm going down there to hunt, to hunt and I'm, I, I'm not doing any pre-scouting, you know, except for virtual scouting. Um, How many days are you going to be down there? We're going to be down there one full week. So okay. it'll be seven, seven full days. And then 
like come back on the eighth day. So you gonna be like when you are you gonna spend a day to scout or are you just kind of yeah I yeah. plan on yeah yep I plan on going down and that'll be the only boots on the ground scouting that I do though you know it's mm-hmm. I'd like to you know if we're gonna go down late after everybody gets out of work I'm going down with a group of guys we're gonna go down late on a Tuesday and then wake up Wednesday go scout you know and then hopefully be in the sand that evening you know yeah it's uh interesting time i guess though because i did go to southeast ohio and um yeah trying to learn that in three or four days is not the most fun i've ever had right um but i mean i think uh like what are your expectations when you get down there like what are you looking to shoot when you get down there i guess i mean i don't know i if you ask me like my I'm asking, I'm asking day seven, Kyle. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Ask ask me day seven. I, I mean, I would be okay with shooting, you know, like a a hundred incher on day seven. Awesome. You know? Yeah. Two and a half year old, hundred inch, eight, eight point, you know? Yeah. Freaking that's. So you, you have hunted a little bit out of state before. Now, what about the guys you're going with? Have they hunted like public land out of, out of state before? Yeah. One of the guys that we're going with has hunted the, the place that we're going to actually. So yeah. And he's got, he's got multiple just cell phone videos, but being within on the ground, no tree sand being within 20 yards of three different bucks. They weren't any shooters by any means. Uh, year and a half old bucks, maybe maybe two and a half year old, um, but real small basket racks. But he was in the, the area, you know right. what I mean. So, I I think that's a huge plus for us. Yeah, the guy. So my first introduction to Ohio was a guy I'd never met before. He knew my father in law, and uh, invites us down, and then shows me a picture of a two hundred inch deer he shot off of public land, and I was yeah. sold. I was like, no, no problem. I'll go down there, like. How hard can it be? You know, you sit here in Michigan and you see deer all over the place, right? You get on Facebook, Ohio's just got all these big bucks. And then I got down there and boy, I was not ready for what, uh, <laughs> it's just a total culture shock. You yeah, know? yeah. You know, it's like, man, you know, like in my mind, what I thought was it was going to be. And then what it actually was, was drastically different. So like, I'm going to Kansas and trying to curb the, uh, expectations of the people I'm going with because they've never gone out of state. So right. it's nice that you have someone and you've done it before. So like, right, you're not gonna get down there and be like, oh, what, like, what did I get myself into? Right. You know, um, that's I think that's a huge part in itself. Because I remember the first year I got down there, and we just drove around, and I was like, I'm not gonna kill it. Like, there's no way. Like, th- this I'm running around a mountain with no cell phone service. <laughs> Um, and literally you go up and over a hill and everything looks the exact same. Like right. I'm going to get lost and end up dead. I just here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I just it, passed that hun bun rapper. <laughs> it's just like, uh, yeah, it was, it was dra- It took me that whole first year, which we were down there for about a week just to get in, get an even idea of what was going on. Yeah. So hopefully I think your decision to go somewhere that was a little bit more familiar is the right way about it because yeah. is the land like I don't want to use this term and somebody crucify me. That's not 
technically big timber or nothing like that. Southeast Ohio is all big timber. Is it big timber? How it is is it's giant. Like I don't want to like piss off like Wisconsin or Minnesota. (laughs) That's not big timber. Uh, I mean, I don't know much about them, so I know where I was at. It was all rolling hills. Is it like ten thousand acre? Yeah, I mean it's timber. So where I was at was like a twenty thousand acre section of public land, all rolling hills, all hardwoods, and they would the state would actually come through and clear cut sections, right? which was beneficial, but uh, there was no ag fields. So I would say, remember, hunt the edges. Like, when Mm -hmm. you're going somewhere new, you want to find something that you're used to. Familiar, yeah. And I got down there, and I was like, (laughs) where are these deer going to eat at? Like, what what do they eat? So that's not, you were saying more, you're... uh, I'll be be southwest Ohio, where there is more ag, and... Right. The the spot that we're actually going to is more marsh than anything. Oh. But I do I do a good amount of that uh here in Michigan on some public out here. Um so I I kinda know what to look for right. in that aspect, you know. And is there on the public and all that, is there some government leased farmland and all that on that public or no? So there's like, uh, I know there's a bunch of AEP land around where we're going to be. Um, also, I don't know if you guys noticed it where you guys were, Matt, but I I look it up and I'm like a half hour any direction next to another piece of public land. Yeah. I, could, I could literally drive any direction for like 30, maybe an hour and be on another piece of big public land yeah so when i went down so i've gone down three times but twice was southeast and then once was more like central so southeast is literally i mean i don't really know how to explain it's one giant piece of public land i mean it's it's like because you have wayne and then you have zaleski and then you have vinton and they're all together right there and i would say combined probably forty thousand acres of public land right there huge but then when i went to Central, there was like Tri Valley, Dillon, um, I think Woodbury, and combined were all another forty thousand acres, and they were within a half hour of where we were staying yeah. with ease. And it's just, um, you know, there's a ton. There's a surprising amount of public land in Ohio that is pretty easy to access. And holds deer. I yeah. mean, every every one I went to, I was seeing deer or seeing deer sign. It was just like the central part. I dealt with hunters more than I did in the southeast because it was easier terrain to navigate through. Right. But I mean, yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe in the northern part, I guess I haven't really ventured up there. But anywhere I've gone in Ohio has been just public land everywhere, yeah. like large chunks. It's not like a hundred acres here, a hundred acres there. Right. And then they have that AAP, which is like a coal company, I believe. And it like leases, the state leases it out for public hunting. And those are large, large chunks of land. And um, uh, I don't, I, I personally don't know this. Um, when you buy a tag, it's a one buck state. And um, is that for the whole state of Michigan? I'm sorry, Ohio. 
Yes. So there's not units in the So I think the only thing, the AEP, you might have to get a, like a permit, permit, but they're free though. Yeah. They're access permits, right? You just have to go to the store and be like, Hey, I want to get this. It's like getting a tag and they'll, they'll give it to you. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Way sweet. Way sweet. Yeah. I, I, I personally don't know. So I'm just trying to learn too. So, yeah. So that's a, so I will say, honestly, Ohio for the money and the access is probably, in my opinion, the best big buck state to hunt, right? Right. And it's easy to get to. I mean, how far a drive is it? I mean, Where we're going, it's it's under six hours. Yeah, yeah. That's, not, that's yeah. not crazy. But you're talking like 250 bucks for a tag. Yeah, that's really good. Um, you can go literally across the entire state, and your chances of shooting 120-inch deer are pretty good. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say they're... I would say you have the same chance of shooting 120 inch deer in one week in Ohio as you do an entire season here in Michigan. Yeah, for sure. If not even better. I mean, the guys I went down with, they, the one guy, like I said, he shot a 200 inch deer. The first two years I went down with them back to back 140 inch deer. Yeah. You know, it was just like, man, once you find an area, it's, it's almost like they're just there every time. As long as you don't have people running in on you, like, if you find a hot spot, you're going to be able to kill a 130-inch deer for sure in right. Ohio. Right. And what time frame are you going down there? We're going, so we're, we'll be down there. We're leaving uh, November 2nd, the night of November 2nd. So our first day in Ohio, full day, will be November 3rd. So you most likely going into the rut, probably pre-rut almost? Probably still a little pre-rut. Hopefully, hopefully the... You know, scratching of the antlers yeah. will bring something in. But, yeah, I I mean, we'll be there getting into that 7th, 8th, you know, and even uh, 9th. And, I mean, those are my – if I had to pick any day to hunt, it'd be probably, like, November 7th, you know. Yeah, I like that. I like that. I thought you were going to ask him a question. I was going to ask him a question. I was going to say, you look like God, man, I'm, I'm dude, man, where is this? Hill on me, guys. Man, I apologize. So uh, you're also part of Arrow Addicts, um, which is a small little hunting group. Uh, kind of explain, I guess, what uh, what that group's all about and what your guys' kind of goals and plans are. Yeah, so uh dude named CJ Lauderdale and I, we... Uh, we kind of started that group actually probably almost to the day a full year ago. Um, and so it's still pretty new. Uh, at first we started it. We just wanted to make a just Facebook specific page and just post stuff and, you know, see, see if anybody liked our, you know, content that we were putting out. Um, and then, we started getting some messages and did a couple reviews for people on some products that they had, hunting-related products. Um, did some broadhead reviews and stuff like that uh, for people. And then uh, we started getting messages, Facebook messages from people saying, hey, you guys should really like start a YouTube channel and stuff. So we're uh, slowly progressing into that. Uh, we got a bunch of, like I said, um, we were talking about the turkey season. Uh, we actually have a few videos that are edited. We're just waiting for the right time to throw everything on. Kind of 
kind of what you guys are doing here, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, you can't like a lot of people just are not rush here. into it, right? And it's right now, you know, that it's not the uh, I want to say demographic right now. No one's thinking about turkey as much right now. Right. They're thinking about exactly, deer. exactly. So, so when you have off time for the the you know when the building of the turkey season you release them for last year to exactly. get the people in there yeah exactly yeah you get you, amped up again yeah, yeah you guys know what's up uh but no that's that's kind of where we're at uh got a couple um mutual buddies that are some pretty heavy hitters i i would say like shoot multiple big bucks in multiple states a year and uh kind of brought them on board and actually um have a couple really good editors and camera guys that are going to be going out with us. And so I, we got a lot of good content coming. Um, also some, another thing that we do is, uh, giveaways and, uh, like events and stuff like that. And we're working, I can't talk too much about it, but, uh, Palisades bow hunting in Kentucky, we've got a huge deal with them, uh, coming out. We'll be, We'll be talking more about it here in the next few weeks, but it's going to be a really cool opportunity. Uh, Is that our first breaking story? <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 pretty cool. Wow. Uh, you heard it first, right? <laughs> you heard it first on our podcast. All yeah. four people are going to be so excited about that. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> now, CJ, CJ goes down there every year for the last, I say every year, he's done it, uh, I think, the last three years this will be his fourth or something like that um he's really developed a really good relationship with those guys down there and they've got they've got some giants they've got i mean they're doing everything right um they've got a really good establishment down there um is, is that a like an outfitter group or yeah yeah okay yeah palisades bow hunting yep it's a it's a outfitter in kentucky and yeah like i said they're they're doing it right but yeah uh does he go to he? Oh, he hasn't been down there this year. He doesn't go. He doesn't go for velvet or nothing. He's actually going the same. Nope. He's not too worried about velvet. Uh, I'm not in his page. I'm not a big velvet guy. I'm not either. I, I'm really not. Like I, I don't have. Like if it were to happen for my daughter on the youth hunt and she still shot something in velvet, that's awesome. But I don't really have a desire to go out early season and shoot a velvet deer i don't i, I, I would know. love to shoot just just one yeah i guess just one, one i'd like to do it i just yeah. don't look forward to like them guys i see them guys like holding a deer and they're just like horseshoe of sweat i'm like man yeah. that does not look fun but <laughs> it looks miserable <laughs> <laughs> mosquitoes gotta be so, so bad i never thought about it like that so thanks for ruining that for me <laughs> yeah. dude they probably got like four thermal cells going <laughs> at <guarantee> once, <laughs> <laughs> yeah i couldn't imagine thanks now yeah i couldn't imagine sitting in a tree stand today but i never thought about it when i was like man i'd love to shoot a velvet buck until right. you were just like man that looks terrible and then i'm like yeah, I just hung trail cameras in this weather the other day, and it was awful. Just got tore up. Yeah, mosquitoes this year. What <laughs> happened? I know, dude. It's so bad, dude. Mosquito squad trucks, man, everywhere. They got to be make. They're a Fortune 500 company. Oh, okay, unless dude. you live in Owasso, in which case they do not drive around, and you just get destroyed every day. <laughs> you gotta hire them. <laughs> no, I. That's what I pay taxes for. Well, <laughs> what are you talking about? Do you know how capitalism works? <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. I know I go uh, through Ovid, and they got that truck driving around, and those the city of Ovid pays. You trust the government spraying chemicals in the air? <laughs> no. Do you remember Vietnam and Agent Orange? <laughs> I'm just saying. That's what I pay Ask taxes them how they're for. Doing. Oh, okay. I'm not gonna pay a truck to drive up and down my road. 
No, you, you pay the guy. He comes out and treats your yard. That's no. what Mosquito Squad My is. neighbors do not get to uh, collect on what I pay for. If I lived in the country, sure, but... Then you will have to deal with the mosquitoes. <laughs> I will continue to complain about the mosquitoes. Okay, <laughs> I'm glad. I love it. So, yeah, but back to relevant information. Yeah, about Eric. Um, so I'm excited to hear that you guys are filming. So I was going to ask you about that because, I mean, I've been... I followed the page... I think since it started and, uh, you know, I mean, you guys do a really good job of putting stuff on there, putting content on there, but I was really wondering if you guys were going to start filming and you guys do have a couple guys out there cause you have, you added Brent Dewey. Mm-hmm. Um, he shoots some big deer. He does. Um, I, yeah, he does. And, no then, denying it. Yep. Yeah. and then, I mean, you shoot some nice deer Every nope. once in a while, I'll, well, I'll get lucky. Yeah, uh, I guess uh, I'm looking forward to. So I'm assuming you're filming the youth hunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. so that's that's what that's, I'm looking forward. To. So when I say you're a, a memory hunter, so like, I think we all are memory hunters. Like we go out for the memory, but like, you know, when you shot that deer last year, if you were alone, probably wasn't something that you would shoot at but you were like you know i got my kids with me and this is something that like it they'll remember yeah and i was like man no doubt like that's when when easton gets old like i'll tell you right now if i take easton next year and a six point walks in front of me and he says dad you uh should shoot that well unfortunately the six point's gonna get shot (laughs) you know like because the memory of the six point is better than the antlers i guess of that big deer for me absolutely 100 percent. and that's like uh you know for me that's kind of been my my go-to the whole time i, I mean i just you know whether it's taking a picture after the <laughs> hunt but that's that's only a little bit now i'm getting into the filming part and it's like man this stuff is fun like i'll look back on some film from last year and i remember filming this four point it was a four corn coming in and it's so funny because he comes right underneath me and i remember looking at that uh view looking through the viewfinder and just seeing my legs shaking so bad like i get (laughs) i get so shaky it could have been a 150 and i promise you i would shake no less for that four point as if a 150 was coming in it's once i lose that feeling i'll hang it up like that's why i do it I, i just love it yeah and uh, so you, you are you gonna be doing a lot of solo hunts, or are you? I'll probably do the most solo hunting on in our crew. Yeah, yeah. probably. I it's what I prefer though. Like yeah. I've always liked. I've had buddies in the past that are always about the partner. Dude, you need to come out, with, and you probably know exactly who I'm talking about. But <laughs> <laughs> we, <laughs> it's it's just so asinine to me. Like I. Every sing, to do it every single time, it's like, dude, I this I do this for me too, right? You know it's, what I mean? It's my is our special time, you know. Right. What yeah. I mean? And yes, I like sharing it and all that, and you know, and I would love to if I was like tagged out and like if it, if I was like tagged out mid October, I'd be like, please let me come film you, right? Like, that, absolutely. It, I think you guys would understand if I was just like, dude, I need to be in the woods. I'm, I'm <laughs> right, right. That's but, different though, but. Yeah. Yeah, and you you said you'd be mostly solo hunting and all that. So you, you got the arms and all that. Yep. And yep. So have you gotten anything self filmed yet? Shot? Yeah. Anything? Uh nope, nope. I have not. I I did on a real crappy camera on our lease up in Edmore. Shoot, that was like three years ago. And I was just doing it like 
just messing around and it was like a crappy screwing to the tree yeah, arm, yeah. you know it's I'll, I'll be honest so i have one self-film it's a little buck cheap camera cheap camera arm if you self-film it is one of the hardest things oh I've yeah done. absolutely yeah 100%. like when hunting is hard enough and now you're adding an element of i need to get it into this frame yeah and so like um I remember at the time I shot that little buck, I was just starting to pass like those deer, right? Yep. And then I remember he just come in and I was like, I've got the camera. Like I said, like I'm shooting this deer specifically because of like the memory of having that self film. Cause I had tried so hard just to, just to film by yourself. But like, it's so much to, to keep track of, like you have a deer in front of you, at, at least one, if not generally there's more than one. Yeah, multiple eyes. Yeah. yeah, and you have to try and look at the camera and get it right. And it's just deer don't generally stay still, right? right? So like, like you're, you're going to have to guess like, okay, he's going to come in here, he's going to come here, he's going to come here. So yeah, no, it's, it's not easy self-filming, but yeah, I think... It's our time. I think if we did this job for our full-time living, it'd be different, but we have actual, like, outside jobs, so we're right. already limited. I think to give up more time to go film someone else, it's, it's a little selfish, but, like, man, I live for October through December. Yep. So, you know, I'll give up a day or two here, but to regularly give up my own hunting time to go film someone, I just, I don't know that I would be able to do that on... A regular on a regular basis, basis. Yeah. yeah yeah and you hear all a lot from like people in the industry you're like I, I, like how many times a camera has saved a deer's life just like not enough light and yeah like i even had like a couple times where i was just like all right i'm done because of the camera and i was just like and like at the end of the day i was just like was that I'm not, I'm not getting paid to do this. Why am I right. worried about that camera so right. much? But, and then, oh man, like, like mid November, like getting that, lugging that camera, setting up the arm. Cause you got multiple stands. So I got to take the arm down every time yep. because I'm like, well, I might not be in the stand next time. So I got to take the arm down and you're lugging that camera in and out, in and out. And then you, you kind of, sometimes, I don't know if you guys do like a brief intro, like, a, like, Oh, it's whatever date and all that. And just like give them an update. Well, when you do that for like 15 times with no success, you just look at that camera and go, you don't, you. <laughs> yeah. you don't even care. Yeah. yeah, It's worthless. I don't even know why I'm telling you what day it is. Cause yeah. guess what? Nothing's going to happen probably. Yeah, I definitely, yeah, I, that's, I think that's probably why I stopped filming is, uh, I mean, I wasn't really trying to upload them. Like I just kind of did it for my own thing, but it's like, man, November 1st, I've been doing this for a month now. I've carried this shit in every day for a month now haven't got anything on film and like this is just like there were definitely days where i was like yeah screw it it can stay at home right and then you know you forget to charge it like there's just so much to it yeah you know uh so i hope that you have success and uh i think self-filming is a little bit more gratifying than having a camera guy because it's there's just so much work right i think that's kind of kind of what you just touched on there it's like for me that's like why i'm gonna do it is because or why i'm going in you know head first with it is because 
I kind of need that like new excitement, you know, and I've got like, I don't, we, we were talking earlier about hit list bucks and stuff like that. I personally don't have any hit list bucks, but I've got goals set this year. So in the last few years, my goals have been, you know, changing and changing and I've, I've done really well at, you know, passing the smaller bucks and, um, you know, two, that two and a half year old last year would have got passed during bow season or, you know, uh, any other time, but to have my kids there, that was different. But so like the, my goals, three and a half year old on private land here in Michigan, I want to shoot a, uh, public land deer with my bow, I, whether it be a buck or a doe, you know, um, and then out of state, obviously. And, but I mean, obviously number one is getting my daughter something, hopefully during the youth hunt. Right? Yeah. Hopefully we can, uh, reconvene and, and listen to the story yeah. of, uh, your, your daughter shooting her first deer. And I really like your, like your goals. Cause some people like are really getting into it or, or just getting into it have like unrealistic goals and I, i'm a personal victim of it like i just was watching yes. people like get big deer i'm like dude 145 or nothing yeah but i mean i did have a deer that caliber last year at my property but i selfishly like sacrificed like my whole season for this one deer and, right and and people have to learn and we got other people in there you know starting to hunt and we're like hey just you know, you got to get deer under your belt to like right. under control your emotions and all that. And, and with your goals, them are some really good goals and you're a pretty experienced hunter and yeah. all that. Yeah. And, and I know there's people that are just like a couple years in, not even a couple years into it. And they're going, I want Pope and Young on public. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I mean, Hey, if you can do it and all that, dude, awesome. Absolutely. Dude. You, yeah. you, you know that, let, but let's, you know, you know, I would hate for somebody to get all worked up, you know, pass all these deers. And then when that moment comes down, they experience the buck fever or whatever and all that. And then they miss the opportunity, either wound a deer or just miss it. And then that de discourages them to keep coming back out. Yeah. So, but I really liked your goals and all I, that. I appreciate that. It, I always like caught a little bit of flack on that. But I used to be, if it made me excited, I was going to shoot it. You know what I mean? And, at, like like I said, I shot my first pope when I was 16 during the youth hunt, you know, and it kind of, like a lot of people would say that would wreck a kid, you know, like that's mm -hmm. all they're going to shoot. I didn't feel that way. Like I, like the next year I shot like a, a four corn or something, mm -hmm. you know. <clears throat> it was like, but it, get, but it got me excited. It got me amped, you right. know. And like I just said, last year I was filming that four, that four point and, uh, I was shaking. Like I could have easily shot that and been happy with it, but my expectations have changed for myself. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not doing it for anybody else but myself. Like I, I don't want to shoot that deer now. And, I want to, and that's what people need to to remember that it's not about the Instagram likes exactly. and, and all that. And you know, oh man, like what do you think they will say if I shoot this buck? Hey man, it's your hunt. Exactly. You paid all that money. You know, I don't know your time. I don't know other people's times. You know, some people are not as fortunate i mean as us you know some people only got a weekend or two a year and, right and you know that's your hunt make it your hunt and be happy with what you take and you know what if you do get a static from that dude 
fucking ignore them, dude. Right. Yeah, I remember. So I, I would say my goals are pretty close to yours as far as I like, try to shoot three and a half. I did shoot a two and a half year old last year. Didn't care. Um, two years ago, though, I shot a buck that I had actually passed like a handful of times. The problem was the third time was the wrong day. Right. Like, I mean, you just it. It was a two year old six. And I actually thought it was a seven point. And I remember, like, after I shot it, like, my buddies were like, well, like, you know, what, it, like, that's really not that big of a deer. And I was like, I don't really care. Like, the, th- the third time he walked by me, he looked pretty good, and I was pretty happy about what was going <laughs> right. on, right? Exactly. Like, you know, I, uh, I, I was pretty itchy on the trigger finger, and at the end of the day, I didn't care. Like, I was super jacked about him. I got to bring Easton out, and he got to track him and all that. And so, like, for me, it, it didn't really matter. Like I, like you, I set goals, but I'll be honest, good two and a half year old walks by me on the bad day. He's, it's he, just not going to work out for him. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. And I can't say that that wouldn't happen for me. You know, it's like, dude, that, I mean, believe it or not, that first buck that I shot, that Pope was a two and a half year old. Yeah. Pope and Young. Insane. Dude, crazy. You know, it, like, I mean, last year I shot... I didn't get it aged what I believe is a three-year-old in on Thanksgiving. Um, great buck. And then the second buck I actually hit during bow and then shot it. But I knew I knew the day I shot it with a bow that it was two. And I was just like, I, it doesn't matter. Like, it's, right. I like it. It's a nice buck. And uh, so, I mean, yeah, my goal is three and a half. But it just, I mean, yeah, sometimes... It's just the day, right? Right. Like, you know, exactly. you, you just have a day where it's like, man. Do you deer. have? I know you. I I'm pretty sure I know you gun hunt too and all that. You you don't you know segregate from one another. Do you have different goals for guns or and bows or are they just the same? You know, I mean, I so I I still try to stay pretty traditional. I muzzleloader during gun season, right. but I that's and I I don't I could care less if you're shooting a 450 or a 350 or whatever i tried the 450 thing it kicked like a mule and i hated it you know i (laughs) i scoped myself and i was like dude that sucked (laughs) but uh (laughs) uh no i i went back to muzzleloader last year and no i i don't think for me it changes i i think a three and a half year old goal to have in michigan is a damn good goal to have yeah yeah any weapon for sure No, I definitely use a gun, and the goal doesn't change. Okay. Like, uh, I just, I also didn't enjoy shooting a 450, so I went and got a 350, and yeah. life is much better. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah <laughs> I got a 450 that just, like, I, I actually lend that. I think I've only, I've shot, in, I think, two does with it, and I think I've hunted with it three times, and I've lended out about 15 to 20 times yeah i literally let more people but i mean it's like such a good gun for like like people like hey you want a gun you shoot them yeah. aim for the shoulder ain't going nowhere right. <laughs> exactly. I, I just dislike how loud they are oh i can yeah. hear for a week after well, I shoot you, it. Yeah. you can Man. tell when your neighbor shoots one right yeah. oh yeah absolutely yeah when you're sitting out there so yeah, three fifty for me is is where it's yeah, at. Yeah, the three fifty that came out a year later though, right from the four fifty. I'm not 450, sure. I think man, it was yeah. a year. Yeah, yeah. four fifty was hot, man. I wish I would have had like re- like real estate or all stocks in in Remington and all that, dude. Yeah. That four fifty, whole oh, man, 
How many do you think they sold in oh, Michigan? Stupid. Especially because everybody had one. Oh, it was everybody right around the same time they legalized straight walled cartridge. Yeah. And yep. That was the gun. Yep. Yeah, it was. Yeah. They, but, I bet you what? How many hunters are in Michigan? A couple, no, like seven hundred thousand or something. Yeah, crazy I like bet that. you there were six hundred thousand four fifty. <laughs> I guarantee it. <laughs> it's probably not too far off. Uh, yeah, but yeah. So but, then you you do have a uh, Wisconsin too, right? Yep. Yep. Are you, Wisconsin's what time you, more. Uh, later on in the season, like going out there late season, no. talking December time. Oh but, yeah, uh, I got a couple leads on some properties out there. Um, public or <clears throat> private? A private, and then but it butts up to public. Okay, but we got permission to be on it. And, and does that tag go? Is it universal anywhere's in Wisconsin, or is there zones in Wisconsin? I'm not. I think. It's universal. I, I don't quote me on that. Right. I know that, I know that the landowner for where we're going, uh, it's actually a buddy of mine's relatives out there, and the only thing that sold me, obviously the cheap first time tag, but uh, they keep a food source during the late season. Oh, it, okay. Nobody hunts. Can, out can there. you bait out there still? No, I, I would. So I'm not. I'll I'll say I don't know, but. CWD in Wisconsin is huge. Like, oh. like oh they, yeah, they were like one of the yeah, first, I think. Yeah. So I would imagine you probably can't. So you saying there. we got this from a fucking cheese head in Michigan? <laughs> we actually got it from a deer farm in Kent County, but probably. Oh, okay, never mind. I, yeah, I, re- I retract my statement. <laughs> we're gonna go beat up some cheese heads. Yeah, I mean, I'm down to go do that, but I'm just uh, saying that's because sports. <laughs> so. So what are your like? What are your goals in Wisconsin? Are they going to be different than what your goal for Ohio was? Yeah, I think, I think so. I I mean maybe, I don't know. Like a two and a half year old in Wisconsin, I don't care what it is. A two and a half year old, but I'll shoot. And you're saying or or a pile of does. I mean, like I said, you get, and I'm pretty sure it hasn't changed. But I I think you get three doe tags and a buck tag. For like seventy nine bucks, it's like under eighty dollars. You can't for your or, first for your first time. Yeah, your first your first time. And then you're the years after that, you pay normal uh, out of state. Prices, Do you know the price offhand uh, or no? I don't. Uh, for the regular price, yeah, no, I don't. I'm just personal. I think it's somewhere right around. It's a little bit more expensive than Ohio, but it's not really too it's crazy. Relatively for, cheap compared to everywhere. Yeah, else. yeah, for out of state tags. Are you gonna go through Chicago or are you gonna ferry over? Nope, we're going through Chicago. Yep. Okay. And it actually, yeah, because they're southern oh, okay. Wisconsin, southeast Wisconsin, so it's actually yeah. perfect. Okay. Yeah, so you'll probably come home with a Pope and Young. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. We'll yeah. see what happens. Yeah. We'll see and, what happens. and is that going to be archery or a gun? Archery. archery. I, yep. yep. That's cool. Okay. Do you know that that would probably be after their gun season? I don't know when their gun season is. I'm not real sure. I know... I know that we were told there's a food source. You sold. Late season. So is it like December when you're going December, down? December. Yeah. yeah. So December keep... food source. Yeah. Sold. That's yeah. why you just buy your ticket before you ask permission for your wife. And then you, I, I already bought the ticket. I already bought the ticket. You don't tell them. The, oh, I, I guess you do. You tell them the price, but you lie about the price a lot of time. But <laughs> Wisconsin, you don't have to lie about it. Yeah, you know, yeah, everything was on sale. Yeah. Come on, babe. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, 
I don't know if I've told Lindsay how much the Iowa tag is yet. She knows I'm paying 60 bucks a year to put in yeah. for a point. Yeah. So yeah. I think she's expecting like, oh, it's a $300 tag. No. Isn't that crazy to think about though? Like you pay 60 I mean, you could be upwards. It's a 700 and some like, so yeah, it's a $600 tag when I get drawn and it takes at least three to four years. Yeah. yeah. Now what's, so Iowa, you could get, you could go out there and muzzleloader hunt with less preference points right if you wanted to so i think it's based on zones so like certain zones don't have the same like some zones this year like people with one point got drawn yeah but like other zones people with four points didn't even get drawn right so but one thing is iowa is a party state so what that means is we need to make more friends in iowa because they can buy a tag and as long as you're hunting with them, you don't need a tag. You can actually shoot the deer. No kidding. Yeah. Wow. At least that's from what I've been told. So, like, I know, like, in other, like, I've watched some YouTube videos on party states and watched a dude dump three bucks. And people are like, what are you doing? You know, and they're like, it's a party state. I just take my buddy's tag. You know, even though yeah. I don't have one, I can take his. I mean, um, we're good friends, but I don't think I'm that good of friends if we're in Iowa. Well, we just need to find people that don't hunt oh. in Iowa. That's the... I'm, I'm, Do you I'm think there's a, like a Tinder for hunt hunt page like that? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like people that I live in Iowa. I would definitely I'll buy... Give me friend. an extra 50 bucks, I'll buy a tag, and you can come shoot it. Absolutely. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, Wyoming's kind of not the same way, but they are, uh, they are like a... You can like party draw. Like, let's say you... You have two, or yeah, you have two points, and I have six points, and it takes four points to draw a tag in that unit. I can, we can go in as a party, and our combined total can get us both tags. You know, yeah, it must be nice because I was not like that. It's like, hey, Joe, you spent three years putting in, and Matt decided this is going to be his first year. Yeah, now you guys only have one. He point. Com- no he, kidding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he convinced me. He's like, hey, wait off, so we can go together. So. Actually, I did not get. He just forgot. <laughs> let me let me explain. I was like, and then I forgot. I was like, well, you got your wish. <laughs> yeah. I got. I had to wait a year now because I forgot. There was yeah. no. So you Man, have one point. No, no, it doesn't eliminate it. No, how many points do you have? I have three. Oh, well, you got to wait two more years. I only have one. <laughs> I know. So, <laughs> so next year, you're looking at Iowa then? or No, no, no. no, no. Next, so I'll be Maybe honest. Two. So I'm going to Kansas this year. I'll more than likely go back. to. I'll put in again for Kansas again next year. I was um, trying to go to Kansas too because it was, okay, whatever. I was trying. I, I was gonna go with them if there was leftover tags and all that. But this year they sold out. Yeah. So next they, year he's gonna put in with us. Yeah, I'm gonna selling. try. Yeah. But um. He. You know what? This guy we talk all the time about hunting and all this, all that. He goes, yeah, yeah. I mean, guys are going to Kansas. Never invites me. Yeah. I don't know. If it was <laughs> Never quite, invites me. I don't know. If it was he's just talking like about. It. I'm like. <laughs> Oh, that's that's so cool. That's yeah. that's that would be uh, a fun I, trip. There. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> hey, that'd be super cool. Can I come? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You were the oh yeah, I got my tag, dude. That's uh, enjoy, you, enjoy your October and November. You will get lucky because remember, so I got my tag. I've never been to Kansas. Everything I know about Kansas is talking to people, and they all said, "Go west, go west, go west." So I got like middle western part of Kansas. 
I get my tag. I'm so excited. I go back. I talk to them. I'm like, these are the two units I got. They went, yeah, you went too far west. No. Like, oh, okay, thanks, guys. It's like <laughs> not even that <laughs> far west. You guys don't know what, like, the definition of west is? But. Yeah. So um, you kind of lucked out because essentially, like, we have spots. Oh, don't say that. That we've gotten, but it's it's so much different than here. Like, it's wide open. Yeah. Like food field edges, that's all I have. Um, I don't have any big woods. So we've already kind of said if we don't have luck. Now we have gotten some leads along the way, and we do have some good spots that uh, we think we'll produce. But if it doesn't work out, we're just going to move a little bit farther east. So if it doesn't work out, I mean, lucky you, you're not out 550 bucks, and next year you'll be in a better position. Obviously, you're looking out for me. Yeah, that's what it was. I was I trying to save the you friendship. Money. Yeah, I knew. <laughs> Just I, I knew. Are you? Would you oppose the ground hunting, either of you? No, I, I'm actually fully expecting this to happen in Kansas. Like no blind, no nothing. Just... No, I'm spot. Like I've already told people in Kansas, like, look, if I'm in a tree stand and I watch a buck bed down with a doe, it's over. I'm getting down and I'm going after it. Oh, you're gonna like spot and stalk it. Yeah, I'm talking about like just hanging out, like like hunting public style like just chilling i mean i wouldn't be opposed to it but i would have to know no blind no you don't know no i wouldn't i guess i would have to know that like deer are coming like so like if i'm hunting and i watch these deer kind of go through there then yeah you just don't you don't have a tree that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying you don't have the trees i wouldn't be opposed to it i mean anything to shoot a deer i mean but some of the things the hunting public do are like like, they're pretty nifty. Like, oh, I yeah. watched them lay down in a ditch and shoot a buck, and yeah. I was like, man, like, yeah. that was sweet. I, I don't want to say they patented the kayak thing, but I definitely think they brought the light to the kayak thing. Have you ever seen, like, I mean, Midwest Whitetail has been around for so long. I so think they're long. the pine. I mean, look, not- at, look at THPs. I mean, most of the guys came from there, right? Right. Their following is already surpassed oh. Midwest Whitetail. You know what I mean? They they are paving the way for the, the and that's new good because they're bringing like they're doing like stuff like they're doing old school stuff where like Dan Infault style. You know what I mean? Right. That's like one of their huge inspirations. Yeah, <clears throat> I think it's a great great thing. Yeah, I think the hunting public is kind of what has <clears throat> increased the public hunting pressure or i guess the fad right because yeah while they do occasionally hunt private land they have shown because growing up i'm not sure how it was for you guys but i viewed public hunting as the worst thing possible oh, yeah. i'm gonna yeah. go out there i'm gonna run into 50 million people i'm not gonna see any big bucks i'll be lucky to see a deer and then you go and watch these guys i mean they came to michigan yeah right and literally proved everything i thought about public hunting wrong yeah you know, right. and shot 110 inch deer but we're having encounters, encounters every one of them we're having 130 i mean the one dude had 230 inch deer at 20 yards you yeah, know right. um so they're making it to where like you got to hear stories from people growing up but like you're seeing it now like they're going to these places and they're shooting big deer on yep. public land you know and then kind of telling you how they're doing it so yeah. i think they're making it to where people are like okay like you know, maybe it's not as bad as what we thought it might be. Right. And and I think it's good, too, because, like, I think a lot of people, like, I'm 
kind of in that boat too. Like I'm like, I always have a love for Michigan. Don't worry, you know, like I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it kind of sometimes like not because of the deer size and all that. Like I just like, all right, I know this and all this and I want to go, I want to go chase something. Yeah. You know what I mean, I, I'm chasing a different high if you want to say right. it that way. Yeah. I, I want And they're like, I don't follow everything that they do, but like, I, I like the way they pursue everything. Like mm-hmm. the, the bow thing, you know, like with the Walmart bow thing and all yeah. that, oh, it, it shows huge. like, like, uh, and don't get me wrong. I like, I like fancy bow stuff. Cause I do a lot of archery stuff and all that and all that, but they just showing it. It's not that, it's not that hard to get into it. Right. And even, I mean, what they all shoot bears like for, I mean, they, they shoot flagship or a couple of them shoot the flagship bears, but even the flagship bears are, what like seven eight hundred dollar bows as opposed to you know big name companies that are i I just think that's so cool for them to go take a small not small company the company's been around bare name's yeah. been around forever that's oh the it's the pioneer right you know yeah. but but it's not yeah in the industry anymore like yeah. there there's like th- you know it's basically three oh i guess they're there's a lot more bigger ones now but like they're not taking the mainstream ones because it's like, let's say it's going to be Matthews Hoyt. Yeah. And let's say somebody's doing a bow review for all the top line bows. Bear's not in that I don't even think mix. So. You know what I mean? So I think it's cool to see THP and like you said, the Walmart, just they're appealing to the entry level all the way up to the novice or all the way up to the avid hunter, right. you know? And everybody gets a kick out of it, right. you know. I yeah, I I definitely aspire to be like those guys, you know. Yeah. I mean, you're pretty. We were talking about this earlier. You you shoot multiple brand bows and all that. Yeah. So like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, season. It, yeah. Anybody, yeah. Well, have you, got has a, your, have if your anybody's bow, got a prime out there listening to this, send it my way. That's oh. the only one I miss. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and. And that's what I like, man. Just I like a lot about you, Kyle. But uh, like that's what people need to do is like everybody's like, oh, he's shooting Matthews. I gotta go shoot a Matthews. Right. Go to a bow shop and actually shoot what you you know. I mean, just put don't even look at the name. Just have them put one in your hand. Take a couple shots. Go. All right. I don't. That one was all right. Go to another one and all that. And I assume that's what you're doing to like to like kind of in a sense like just, yeah it used to be man that thing looks cool i want it i want there's nothing wrong with that let's, either let's, uh, i mean let's let's trade this bow and try to get that bow but no any uh yeah i think last year i kind of slowed down a little bit on it i still had multiple bows a year uh but especially during the summer months but once i get like to that i'll stop goofing off and just find something that really fits comfortably and last year it was a, uh, like this year I'm shooting a Hoyt, but last year it was a lower end, like mid range PSE. And I, I mean, it was a really comfortable bow, but like, yeah, I, I'm not partial to anything, I guess I should say. Yeah. You've shot a lot of different bows. Lots. I mean, you've, I've seen you shoot PSE elite, elite, yep. uh, you shoot a mission, yeah, yeah, yeah mission, yep, had a mission, had a uh, Halon, Matthews Halon too. Uh, 
yeah, I mean, I'm just not partial to anything. I, I don't grow attached to a bow. I, uh, but I mean, if something feels good, I just want to make sure I can hunt with it. Yeah. You're doing the best thing, the most ethical thing for hunting, you know, make sure you're sure and all that. Yep. But, and, well, good job, Joe. Thanks, man. Uh, so I I'm think, just uh, fucked up, guys. Joe's, Joe's having a rough day today. So I think we're at the end of the episode here. Um, we do want to say, so if you guys want to visit Arrow Addicts page, do you guys have a Facebook? Do you have an Instagram? We're, we're, we're just Facebook and Instagram right now, yeah. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, if you go over to our Facebook page, check it out. Just Arrow, A-R-R-O-W-A-D-I-X is Arrow Addicts. And uh, be on the lookout for that youtube content to come soon for sure yeah and we'll uh we'll try to link the facebook page in this podcast but we're not the most technically sound individuals yeah. so we'll do the best we can so but good luck this weekend kyle i'm really looking forward to uh to your your hunt with your daughter and i really hope that she gets something because it's going to be a blast i appreciate it guys i do too uh yeah hopefully we can do this again and yeah for we'll sure be talking about what she shot yeah yeah no doubt and i i i hope uh we can get you back on here and all that and uh i i want to do like uh some like uh activities you know like activity kind of yeah. updates and all that yeah, and if absolutely. you're into that i yeah. just love to like share what you are doing and all that throughout the season because i I really think people would be really interested in what you guys are doing and all yeah. that, if you don't mind. Yeah, 100%, man. Yep. Awesome, yeah. man. Yep. Wow. Appreciate it. All right. Well, you guys have a wonderful day, and uh, we will see you guys next week. All right. Sounds good.